The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at be the star you are.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Well, welcome to Radio's Finest Hour of Power, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Hello, party partners. Are you ready to have a good time today and to learn more about books with the authors and experts that we bring you every week? I am Cynthia Bryan, and I'm always happy to be your empowerment coach here on the airwaves and to bring you new books and new media. We are a show about following your heart. In today's show, Naveen Salvade returns with her book, Compassion, and her mission is to bring peace and passion to the world. And are you sure that cup of coffee you're drinking is safe? Chemical engineer Lynette Agnant questions the Java with her book, Caffeine Killed My Family, in segment two. And in our final segment, you're going to meet two teens who have contributed stories to Be the Star You Are for Teens book, Neha Patel and Rachel Glass. Join us to show you how that they have felt appreciation and the gift of daring. So turn up the volume, relax, and be empowered. Well, born in Egypt, the daughter of a beautiful American model and a brilliant, charming Lebanese businessman, Naveen Salvati grew up in an arena of chaos, arguments, and excitement where discovering your individuality and self-worth was rather challenging for her. But her book, Compassion, is about stretching your intellectual comfort zone, sharing respect, and understanding one another while spreading the wisdom of peace and compassion. Welcome back, Naveen, to Be the Star You Are. Thank you, Cynthia. Hello. How are you? It's good that you're back here with us. Well, just to uh, bring us up to date, I want to talk a little bit about your background and then get more in uh, detail with your book because... You had such a fascinating uh, youth because of your travels. I mean, you really lived in many different countries. You loved Egypt, the land of your birth. Then you lived in the Middle East, in Lebanon. You also went to school in Switzerland, uh, and you lived in uh, France. But tell us a little bit about what it was like moving around and experiencing the different uh, countries, the different cultures, and the different climates in the 60s and 70s when you were living in Egypt and Lebanon and then, of course, on, on to Europe? Well, it, it was fascinating, and I truly believe it was a gift, and it still is, uh, because um, although the countries are very different in some ways, of course, through uh, culture and the food and the languages, 
Now, one common denominator was the people. And some have more humor than others, depending on the culture that you live in. But at the end of the day, people are very nice everywhere. I've never had issues with really anybody. People would say that the French are grouchy or um, the Swiss are not very open-hearted or the Lebanese or Arabs are small-minded or whatnot. But those are really, I think... um, preconceptions. Uh, having lived in all these different cultures, I really feel that um, it depends what attitude you give out. If you get a, give out an open-hearted, uh, kind, uh, respectful um, attitude, people are very much reciprocating that. So in that sense, it was great. And growing up in Lebanon, I love Lebanon, and I'm, I'm very much hoping to go back because uh, something opened up, and I think I'll be uh, working a lot with uh, the humane societies there. But um, and other causes, of course. But every culture really has beauty in it, and it depends of the person traveling into those cultures. If you go with a critical eye and um, narrowed vision, you will see things that will affect that and impact you on that level. If you go into cultures in different countries with an open-minded uh, vision and an open heart and no preconceptions, it will be miraculous. I mean, you'll have incredible experiences happening. Well, see, this is uh, what you are really endorsing and encouraging and um, attempting to enlighten people with is that we really can have peace on this planet if we stop, take a breath, and understand that we are all one and we're all one people and that although we may seem different, we, we have many more commonalities than we have, you know, uh, differences. And you have really experienced this through your travels and it must be, it's been a long time since you've been back to Lebanon, right? And it's a different world from the time that you left. What do you expect to find when you do go back? Well, I've heard that, I mean, I've been in touch with, with my friends from there, and I still have family, so I still speak Arabic and I phone, etc. But my husband being Swiss, when we first moved, well, when I first um, got married in 19... Uh, my, it's such a long time ago. I can't remember. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, 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 it seems yeah. like forever, anyway, doesn't it? Yes. Well, they were kidnapping foreigners, and it was really still pretty much in the middle of the war uh, zone, and so we couldn't go back because my husband was Swiss. But um, I, and and then I had the children, and life goes on, etc. And my parents moved out of Lebanon because we were abroad, and so one thing led to another, and I never went back. But it was not because I did not want to go back; it was just because. Uh, you know, circumstances in life happened, and I just had other priorities then. But I'm very much looking forward to going back. My children are going to college now, and uh, I'll be free to be able to travel more and um, go back to my roots pretty much. I mean, my roots are everywhere, and that's what I try to portray in the book is our roots are the universe, and we really are from there. I mean, if one looks back at all sorts of historical backgrounds of where one comes from, at the end of the day, we come from our mother's womb, and where do we come from there is even further away. And that's where I feel we're all connected. And I'm sure if you bring children into cultures, uh, different cultures, they're very open-minded, but somehow something gets lost along the path, and they become adults maybe with um, preconceptions. And I think it, it would be great if we would start with children. And there are a lot of organizations that do that. One of them is Roots and Shoots of Jane Goodall, that's incredible. That's really a great organization. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. And they work a lot with children and different cultures. Children are more, 
they're incredible. They're still awake, I'd say. <laughs> and that's where I'd like adults to get back to. Our well, and adults need to have each day anew, you know, to, to open their eyes and to experience what's going on in the world and, and get outside of themselves a bit right. more and, again, be more accepting. And that's, that's a, a critical issue. Well, you have a few points in your book that I wanted to discuss because one of the things that you're all about is helping people understand that they already have everything they, they need to enjoy a, a life's journey of happiness and a path towards peace. And you, right in the very beginning of the book, you say, you are beautiful and worth every bit of love towards self and from others. Now, I thought that was really important because in your background, uh, you felt, you know, you had this uh, amazingly beautiful mother who was a model from New York and a very successful father, but they had a very tumultuous uh, relationship, probably a lot of, you know, culture clash there as well. But as beautiful as you are inside and out, you didn't feel this when you were young. And it's one of the things that you really are emphasizing today, that we are all beautiful and we all have value. Could you just explain that a little bit more? Yes, definitely. I I very much believe that. Um, I just feel a lot of people put so much emphasis on on the physical outside uh, criteria. And, I mean, throughout life when people meet different people, one can look back and remember certain personalities that they've met of uh, people that were not that beautiful, quote-unquote, as we might see it, but that had incredible warmth, incredible kindness, incredible beauty in them, and that brought out the most beautiful aspect in their personalities. And um, beauty, of course, is subjective, but you could have people uh, that in, in our modern terms were not really quite the beauty, uh, whether men or women, and that, that really through their personalities and, and through their warmth and determination uh, emanated absolute beauty and, and became in the eye of, of uh, the person watching them very beautiful. And I feel that that whole um, journey is within. I, I don't believe you find inner beauty from seeking outwardly. You could find solace by seeking outwardly, sometimes to heal when you need to speak to people or be part of a group to feel uh, you're part of something if you're a little bit lost. But the end journey, I feel you've got to do, or everybody I had to do on my own, within. And, and I believe that's the real prayer. key, isn't it? I think so, Naveen, is that we have to do inner work before we can really do outer work. And in our society so much, especially as we age, people are rushing to plastic surgeons and trying to buy every single beauty product. But until we take care of our interior being, we really don't have anything to give on the exterior, and it's all rather phony. So we really have to do an interior makeover and really take a good look at ourselves and admire what we have and own our value. Right, but it's difficult. It's a difficult path because um, we live in a world where um, there there are a lot of, I could say, ugly things happening in the world, very painful to watch. So we try to mask it, I feel, with a lot of beauty that's artificial. And it's very difficult to go against it. And just, I I can give one example. If one wants to become famous, 
it's very difficult after a certain age, uh, unless you're absolutely a knockout, not to have all those things done if one wants to be on television or in the movies or even even having written a book. If you put a picture where you have no makeup on and you don't look your best, it's it's maybe unless you're talking about a very um, a subject that might be a very special subject, it's difficult to sell because unfortunately we get carried away and it's one thing that leads to another and the media and all that play into it. And so it's hard to, to, to go against it. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, absolutely. No, you know, difficult. you are absolutely right in that. And, and, but this is what, what I'm saying is, as well is that we've been taught this through the media, haven't we? And so we kind of get trapped in it so that we have to look so great on the outside. But we can also look great on the outside, and we can do any of these, the, the, the beauty regimens, but we still have to still work on the inside. Absolutely. And, and talking about beauty on the outside, when one is famous, that's when they finally have so to speak, earned their maybe laureate, and then they don't have to do all that work because they are so famous that people just perhaps respect them for what they have become. Yet uh, to do that journey, if one wants to get their message out there in whichever form, um, sometimes you have to go that route. I don't, I don't um, encourage it, I, but it's sometimes what it is, and unfortunately it's not that easy, but I feel that, that once we start realizing that happiness will not be absolutely road, I think we'll definitely uh, start changing inside and out. It really is very important, I feel, because um, it's affecting the whole world now. I mean, you have a lot of countries where people are starting to have breast enhancements, etc., and, and well, and the, it's the young children. You know, I mean, I think when you get older, it's sort of a different story, but it's the young teenagers who don't feel comfortable in their own bodies, you know, from a young age at 13 or, or 14, just because of what they've been exposed to in the media. And it just seems to be a, a circle that we can't get out of. For mm-hmm. some reason, we just have this viewpoint of ourselves that, is difficult. Correct, but I find as a mother, and I have uh, teenage daughters, one is 18 and one is 21, and I feel you lead by example. Uh, and I feel if, if you make them understand that, that they are just worthy, just the way they are, they're just beautiful the way they are, and give them love and give them understanding and be a true mother, because a lot of mothers want to be friends. Well, I don't find that very possible when teenagers are going through their madness. I so agree with you, and I really appreciate you bringing that out. Our job as a parent is to be a parent. You can be a friend once they're an adult, but when they're, when they're youth and teens, you have to be their guide. You have yes. to be their role model and their mentor. Correct, yes. Well, that's what I've experienced. And, um, of course, everybody has to go the path that they feel is the right path, but I feel that is very important. And as children, you, you teach children to look within from that young age. You talk about how we are very subjective in our viewpoints, and this is a habit that has really led to destruction, you know, as far as our worldview goes. How can we learn to be more objective and more compassionate and more accepting? Our book, by the way, we're talking about is Compassion. The author is Naveen Salvati. This is a journey into self, into the light, and a path towards peace. How can we learn to be a little more objective? Well, I, I, I feel it's very important that, that we let go of fear. 
that is a very important um, aspect of, of the, the whole. I think once we start uh, going in within ourselves and starting to put ourselves into question and being self-critical, we start understanding that a lot of the things that we were uh, we see were taught uh, through uh, things we've heard at home, things we've seen in the media, uh, all sorts of different venues. We we were taught different things, and I feel that that that's where we have to start. Um, putting ourselves uh, in question and, and really feeling in our hearts if that's really what we really feel. And once we, we, we try to be more objective and, and understand that we can let go of, of what we were taught and, and be adult enough to, to experience our own, our own vision of, of those things, I think we start realizing that we're, we're very intelligent human beings that haven't even tackled into any any of that yet, being being really individual within our own spirit and, and intelligence and, and making up our own minds and not having the media or, or different things we've heard affect us and in a way that affects us sometimes through, throughout life. Well, Naveen, thank you so much for coming on and discussing your thoughts more. It's great to get more profoundly into the book. The name of the book is Come Passion, that's C-O-M-P-A-S-S-I-O-N, A Journey into Self, Into the Light, and a Path Towards Peace. The author, Naveen Salvade. Is there a website or a place that you'd like people to go, Naveen? Well, I, I don't quite yet have a website. The book just came out in November, but uh, I, if you Google my name, you'll find out where you can buy it. It's being sold in Lebanon and in Israel, and it's in Barnes & Noble and on Amazon. It's on Amazon. We can find it online. Yes. So you, again, Naveen Salvade, the last name S-A-L-V-A-D-E. Thanks for being on again. Hey, and we'll, thank you, we'll Cynthia, again very much. Soon. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. When we come back from break, we're going to speak with chemical engineer and author Lenin Ann Yont. So get ready. Cynthia will be back in a minute. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk.
You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the star you are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at be the star you are.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Well, thank you for staying with us. You are all stars, and you're listening to Be the Star You Are, a positive, upbeat radio show brought to the airwaves, produced by Star Style Productions and under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity, which is a 501c3 empowering women, families, and youth through improved literacy and positive media like this radio show. Did you know that illiteracy costs our nation over $20 billion per year? And there is an apathy sweeping our country. And as a world, we're growing more accustomed to violence and chaos, abuse, and a plethora of negative influences. Teens with low self-esteem who feel they don't fit in are vulnerable to peer pressure and more likely to have depression reactions, eating disorders, a higher rate of alcohol and drug abuse, criminal involvement, suicide attempts, and get into risky behavior. So believing that information infused with inspiration has the power to transform and change lives, Be The Star You Are is committed to providing role models for youth and adults. Since its founding in 1999... Be The Star You Are has served more than 199,000 individuals and families within 60 organizations, has logged more than 210,000 hours of volunteer time, and distributed over $1.6 million in resources. The radio program is our outreach to help you uh, bring you books and authors and contributors who are making a difference in the world. And we have a miracle moment for today which is brought to you by Be The Star You Are, preparing to celebrate its 10th anniversary with the Books and Bands Bash. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org for more information and come help us party. It's from Paul McCartney, singer and songwriter. Imagination grows by exercise, and contrary to common belief, is more powerful in the mature than in the young. And the second one is a Japanese proverb. Vision without action is a daydream. Action without vision is a nightmare. Well, the new book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, is a compilation of true stories that are written for, by, and about teens. Be the Star You Are encourages youth to embrace their individuality while igniting that flame that burns so brightly within them, helping them sparkle and shine. There's Several uncomplicated chapters, they're short, they're focused on living, loving, laughing, learning, and leading, and each one contains a personal true story, a life lesson, an electrifying exercise to implement, and of course, a a quote for reflection. 38 talented authors and young people contributed to the book, and I am so excited that I am going to be talking to two more of the young contributors to the book. Now, when I... We wrote the first book, Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference. I was honored and humbled by the thousands of emails and phone calls and letters that arrived talking about how it changed lives. But the most 
synchronistic one was an email I received while the, I was on the phone with the editor right before the book went to print. The name of the author of the email was Neha Patel, and her letter, her email was so touching that we asked if we could include it in the book. The name of her gift is the gift of appreciation. Neha is with us. Welcome, Neha, to Be the Star You Are. Hi, Cynthia. It feels great to be on air. Thank oh, you I'm so, so much. I'm excited to have you here because, you know, I mean, we never, we didn't know each other until you wrote uh, this email, and I was wondering what was your response? How did you feel when I wrote you back and said to you, would you like to be printed in a book? I felt so excited. I was really happy that I got recognized, and I think every teenager and every young adult should uh, accept the fact, well, should try and aim for the fact that they should write to their, uh, they should give appreciation and give thanks to others because they're, uh, you never know if their words might be published or if, you know, you might get appreciated and given a, a thanks back, and a thanks will never hurt, so it's always good to have that. Well, I think of you as an inspiration, and again, your contribution to the book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, is called The Gift of Appreciation, because the letter that you wrote to me was so heartfelt and filled with appreciation, and you are a role model. You have overcome some major challenges, yet you never give up, and you have your mom who has been there with you every step of the way, just helping you be the terrific person you are. Would you like to share your journey? Or would you like to read a little bit of your letter that has changed your life a bit? Yeah, I'd like to tell a little bit about myself, and then I'd give um, a short summary of the chapter in my book. That would uh, be super. Go ahead. Please tell us, because I really think that your story will help so many other people live their lives more fully. Okay. I'm currently in my third year of community college, and I'm studying math at the moment. I'd like to pursue a major in political science and psychology, and I would eventually like to attend law school. I am a disability student, and I became diagnosed with a mental illness at the tender age of 16, namely schizophrenia, obsessive-compulsive disorder, and depression. But with the help of the Be the Star You Are team, and along with the support of my family and friends, I've learned to cope with this debilitating illness. It never used to be easy for me to state my illness publicly for fear of rejection and embarrassment, but that has all changed after my mother and I came across Cynthia's first book of inspiration. Her book has truly changed my life. We gained insight, encouragement, and wisdom from the stories in Cynthia's book, and my entire family are highly anticipating the release of her next book, Capturing the Hearts of Young Teenagers and Depicting How They Have Positively Dealt with the Numerous Issues That Plagued Them. My chapter is entitled The Gift of Appreciation, and its main message is to convey that very word, appreciation. Giving thanks to others for even the smallest gestures of kindness can bring about a positive and rewarding feeling that may not only help others succeed, but help empower them as well. In my chapter, I give a letter of thanks to Cynthia Bryan for helping change my outlook on life. Everyone has frustrations and questions like, why is this only happening to me? But the truth is, every single person on this planet is special and unique. No matter how many problems you face, life is truly about accepting them and learning to positively grow from every experience. I think it is vitally important for teens, adults, and children to enjoy every moment in their life. Everyone can show leadership and appreciation by standing up for what they believe in and by giving thanks to everyone who helps them along the way. 
Even if you think your appreciation will not get recognized or seems like a wasted effort, trust me, people do listen and a sense of gratitude never fails to impress. Who knows, maybe your appreciation will even get noticed and aid in career, social, and academic advancements. To tell you the truth, my mother came across Cynthia's first book after I was diagnosed with my mental illness, and she absolutely loved every single aspect of it. She read Cynthia's stories and found ways to help me cope with the troubles that surrounded me. When I would feel down or upset on certain days, my mother would set me down and tell me to just open Cynthia's book to any page. We would then read the story that we happened to land on, and my mother and I would laugh, cry, and feel happy from Cynthia's positive messages. It truly opened my eyes and helped me look at my illness in a whole new light. You too can change the way you view life's difficulties by learning to love yourself and accept your weaknesses. Never feel like you are alone in your struggle because everyone has some kind of issue that they are trying to cope with. And now, if it's okay with you, Cynthia, I'd like to read a short excerpt from my chapter that stood out to yeah, me. Yeah, that would be wonderful, and thank you for all those kind words. And you have just brought so much to the organization already just because you are so positive. And, again, what I despite these challenges and the, the um, obstacles you had to overcome with the different mental illnesses, you are not giving up, and you're just this very happy person. Yes, and I have you to thank for that. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Yes, please do read, read uh, whatever a portion you'd like to read. Okay, and this is one that really stood out to me, this portion of my chapter. And it's called The Gift of Appreciation. We're talking to Neha Patel. And after Neha, we'll be talking with Rachel Glass, who wrote the chapter The Gift of Daring. So don't anybody go away. Sit down, turn up the volume, stay tuned. So Neha, take it away. Dear Cynthia O'Brien, your stories in Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference, would help comfort me when I was feeling down and helped encourage me to achieve greater heights. Living with a mental illness, I have to listen more to my heart than my head. Having said this, I know I want to help others achieve success too. I honestly believe your book has helped bring out the best in my family and me. When a week seems unbearable, I think about the words in your book and feel encouraged. Be the Star You Are taught me to follow my dreams. It helped me realize that every day is a learning experience. I believe that with your book as my guide, I'll be able to make better decisions. That concludes my excerpt, and I hope everyone reads Cynthia's new book featuring great stories from numerous teens worldwide. Well, and that is, that is a, just a little bit from the book, the Be the Star You Are for Teens. It'll be released soon. You'll be able to find it online at bethestarur.com and bethestarur.org. And Neha has an exercise to go with it called Appreciation Station that you'll be able to read in the book. And Neha, thank you so much for joining us here on Star Style, Be the Star you are i hope was this your first time on radio yes it was wonderful well, you did a great job and thank you aniha has become a volunteer at the charity and so we'll be seeing lots of you so thank you niha for being here on be the star you are thank you so much cynthia i love being encouraging here. and keep appreciating because you're really terrific thank you you are too Thank you. Well, now we're going to go to another wonderful young lady, and her name is Rachel Glass. Now, Rachel has been a volunteer with Be The Star You Are for a couple of years. She's 15 years 
and she has been such an asset. She always has a huge smile on her face. She is very dependable. She's also our chairperson of our MySpace on um, in our social networking. So if you go to the MySpace and you want to be a friend with Be The Star You Are, Rachel is the person who will be taking care of it. And she wrote The Gift of Daring. Welcome, Rachel, to Be The Star You Are. Hi, Cynthia. Well, I am glad that you are joining us. Is this your first time on radio? Yes, it is. Very <laughs> are you a little nervous? Um, no, I'm more excited than that nervous. You get nervous at all. You have so much confidence and poise. Thank you. Well, your uh, what you wrote about is the gift of daring, which was a time that you and your cousin Victoria went out on a little adventure through the vineyards of Napa. Would yes. you like to tell us why you chose this to uh, submit as a contribution to be the star you are for teens? Well, me and my cousin, we're, we're very close, and um, we're about two years apart. And we always used, when we were younger, this is when we were eight years, when she was eight and I was ten, we always liked to go on adventures and just be spontaneous and be daring. And we started just by riding our bikes around the vineyard, and once <laughs> we saw the opportunity to go on an adventure, we automatically, you know, just went for it. And so, but what do you want teens to take away from your story? Um, I want um, teens to take away the fact that you should take risks and you should be daring because you never know, like, what you'll find and how great something could be if you don't take risks. However, you always have to think of the outcomes and, um, you know, think of the consequences before you take the risk. And that's something that a lot of teens tend not to think about, right? I mean, they yeah. sort of jump before they know that there's a net that's going to appear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it would, so this was a very mild, um, mild lesson that you did. Did you want to read your story? Um, sure. Sure. Do you, if you have it, do you have it there? Yes, I have it right here. Okay, great. So this is Rachel Glass, 15 years old, and she wrote The Gift of Daring. The Gift of Daring. My cousin Victoria and I were at her house in Napa and decided to head out to the vineyard on our bikes. Canadian geese squawked overhead and I felt the cool morning air against my skin as we soared through the grapevines. Soon it was way too muddy and we had to push the wheels over the mushy grassy ground. We had almost arrived back to the entrance of the vineyard when we saw a small opening along the edge of the rows that we had never explored before. We parked our bikes and wandered over for a look. It led to the creek surrounding the property. We knew we were never allowed to venture into the creek because of poison oak, wild animals, swift currents, and the risk of getting hurt. I thought to myself, we won't get caught, plus it would be fun. We pushed away the blackberry bushes as we slid down the muddy cliff, trying to avoid the poison oak to our left. Clinging to tree branches, we hovered over the cold waters of the dark creek and an island of jagged rocks. Not sure how to traverse the ravine, we both decided to jump across. Screaming, we slipped, falling into the strong current. We tried to stand, but our clothes and boots were soaked. We made it to shore, jubilant that we were safe and no one had seen us. Speedily, we rode home, parked our bikes, and when we were walking inside, we noticed something in the basket by the garage. Bungee cord. Maybe we should go back to the creek. I told Victoria, grasping the bungee ropes in my hand. I dangled them in front of her, and she immediately knew what I was thinking. 
Two minutes later, we were back at the opening of the creek. Victoria grabbed my ropes, tied them together, and then tied one and, and to the tree branch. She walked back to our bikes and grabbed our helmets. Why do we need helmets, I asked, laughing. Because the ropes may break, she answered as she propelled down the hill. I grabbed Bungie to descend. Hurry up, she yelled. With a loud snap, I crashed to the bottom. In shock, I sat on the rocks, Victoria staring at me. She burst out laughing. I caught her laugh attack and lay on the rocks, unable to stop cracking up. In this state of giggles, we continued our trek in our secret creek. As we were skipping rocks, Victoria suddenly stopped and told me to be quiet. I looked at her, fearing a wild animal was right behind me. She silently whispered in my ear that she heard our moms calling our names. We were caught, and after our moms ran, I pondered what could have happened to us. As if reading my mind, Victoria said, what if, when you fell, the water had been deeper and you couldn't get up? I thought about that and realized how dangerous the situation actually was. The water was extremely cold, and with the raging rapids, we could have been swept downstream. The ramifications of our actions hit us like a cold shower. We had not engaged in a daring adventure, but instead had endangered our well-being by acting unsafely. I will never forget the day Victoria and I made our bungee contraption, but instead of being proud of our actions, what we learned is that we must always think about consequences before doing something daring. Being bold and brave is one thing. Being dim and foolhardy is stupidity. Being a teenager offers us opportunities for excitement and new experiences. I'm always the first to want to explore, navigate, and discover the unknown. It's a great it's great to dare to be adventurous and free. However, I now know the importance of safety first. Very good. So the important thing that you want to get across is is to really be safe before you decide to be too daring, although it's important to learn to take measured risks. Mm-hmm. Now, you created an exercise, too, that's yes. called Dare to Be, and I think this is an important thing that all of us can learn, and especially for teens. Why don't you share the exercise? Okay. Being daring is a positive attribute when you have the courage to step outside your comfort zone and grow. The danger begins when you decide to follow the crowd instead of following your gut. Here are a few tasks I dare you to experiment with. Pick up a musical instrument and learn to play. Get a CD of French and begin to parler Francois or be more daring and choose a more exotic foreign language like Swahili. Go on a hike and climb a hill that you've never climbed before. Try a new, unusual food. Or decide to tackle a sport you've never played before. If you do decide to swing across the creek, as Victoria and I attempted, make sure you have safety equipment, strong trees, an extra sturdy rope, and a buddy system. Be safe, and you'll always have fun. That's excellent. And I like your, your ending quote. So Rachel has a quote that she wrote, Dare to be yourself, but look before you leap. <laughs> and I thought that was really great. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, what's going on for you at school. And you are now uh, preparing to be one of the chair people of the Books and Bands Bash that's coming up. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Um. The Books and Bands Bash is going to be in Moraga, and it's basically going to be an event for teens from middle school, high school, and possibly college, Um, and we'll have 13 bands playing, and there's going to be all kinds of fun stuff, like like raffles and food and drinks, and it is a charity event, but it'll be also a really fun and cool experience for everyone to go to. 
And, of course, why it's called Books and Bands is that we are going to have uh, different contributors, including Neha will be there, Rachel will be there, signing the books, and then there will be the bands for everybody to dance to. So it really should be a very, very fun event. And how are things at school right now? Are you enjoying your, your classes? Yeah, I'm a sophomore right now, and, you know, the year is almost over, so... We're doing star testing right now, and that's been kind of hectic. But overall, everything's going really well. So you like it. Well, I really appreciate you, Rachel, coming on to share your tips on the gift of daring. Would you like to leave our audience with one last thought? Um, yes. I think I just want to let everyone know that I think it's really important to take risks, but you have to think about your risks before you venture off into them. Just always be safe and you'll have fun. Always be safe. I think that's really important because we want to live a long, happy life, so be mm-hmm. safe. Well, Rachel, thank you for joining us thank on you. Be the Star You Are. You are a star, and we look forward <laughs> to seeing you at all the different events and having you as part of the star team in planning the Books and Bash. And thank you to your mother as well. So that was Rachel Glass. We'll say ciao for now, Rachel. Bye, thank bye, you. Bye, bye. So you can tell everyone how great these teens are. It's just so wonderful to be working with young people that really care about making a difference. And part of the outreach of Be The Star You Are charity is not to bring volunteers in to be slave laborers, but to grow people. We want teens to come in and to find something where they really feel that they can flourish, that they have the power, that they can learn, that they can grow and be the stars that they were meant to be. And this is what the book, Be the Star You Are, will be all about. It really shows that you are the writer, the producer, the star, the director of your life and that every one of us has the opportunity to be great and why not learn when we are young. So we'll have more information as the book comes out and you'll be able to get it at bethestarur.com. And also you can go to the charity uh, website of bethestarur.org. And, of course, in the upcoming weeks, we'll be talking quite a bit more about it because we are very, very excited. And everyone's excited about it, uh, mostly because this is a book that's by teens, for teens, about teens. So there's everything for the teenagers and the people that love them, and that includes grandparents and parents and teachers and guides. So make sure that you'll be able to pick up a copy. We'll be having advanced sales really quite soon. So stay tuned to that. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining me here at Be The Star You Are. As you go out into the day-to-day, remember that no one's ever walked this earth with your exact combination of inborn and acquired strengths, weaknesses, skills, talents, frailties, and experiences. You are one of a kind. You're you. You have the power to love yourself and be the person you were born to be. Implement the gift of appreciation and the gift of daring and star in your own life. Take a look in the mirror and admire yourself. You are a wonder of creation. Bring compassion and peace into your life. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, and motivate. And read a book this week. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and I thank you for joining me. We'll talk next week.
Thanks again for listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. For more information about Be the Star You Are nonprofit corporation, please visit bethestaryouare.org. That's bethestaryouare.org. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember, to be a leader, you must be a reader. Enjoy a stellar week. You're a seeker, a dreamer, with courage to give. Every special part of me. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.